0: What's up, everybody? This is The Booch, and this shout-out goes to all of the members of The Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of The Booch Cast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows movie reviews whatever episodes we come out with you guys listen you guys tune in and you show your support and it means the world to us and we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment but i want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch i am now officially on cameo That's right, the cameo. The same cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25, you Can get a personalized video from me on Cameo, and it can be for any occasion that you want. You got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday? I'll make it happen. You want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college? I'll make it happen. Whether it's a happy holidays video, it can be a gender reveal, it can be somebody who needs some motivation, you want the boots to motivate you, or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with, I'll help make the breakup happen. Or if you got somebody, in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style all you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch 365 there'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the booch cast from now till the end of time go there book your video customize it however you want let me know how you want it done and i will make it happen for you. So go to cameo.com/boots365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show. Lutes. Viles. Irritating
1: little crumhorns. horns. Okay at the person across from you now Feel the sweet spark of connection If you don't screw up this moment somehow Maybe you won't die alone Don't be too needy or bring up your ex Don't say Complex, don't ever mention you've never had sex. Trust me, I promise she knows, and now her defenses are starting to fall. Smile and return her affection. If you don't manage to ruin it all maybe you won't die alone don't begin screaming you blow the whole mood maybe you won't die alone maybe you won't die alone
0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. Tea. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on the Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Boochcast. The one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott.
2: What's up, dude dude that, Yes, it's me, the broke soulless ginger, Zach Scott. Generally speaking, I'm not that broke. The card wasn't that bad tonight. The
0: courage key and the cap. Oh, here we go. Wow, he hasn't said that in a while. Uh, But of course, we open the show ladies and gentlemen we have the new nxt women's champion the man becky lynch is here and lynch says the man has come back to n lynch name drops a bunch of women in the back she would love to face she's the former champion tiffany stratton pushed her to her limit stratton can have a rematch whenever she wants tiffany stratton interrupts and says she wants her shot tonight the crowd cheers stratton says she knew they would love that, but it's not happening tonight. She wants her rematch on a bigger stage. Stratton wants her shot at NXT No Mercy. Lynch says she told Stratton that she could have her shot whenever she wanted. The crowd cheers. Lynch says Stratton's problem isn't that she isn't talented. She doesn't want it as bad as Lynch does. She goes on to say Stratton is a better fighter than a talker, so they should just fight. Lynch attacks Stratton. Kiana James attacks Lynch from behind. Lynch fights both women off.
2: This right here is very, very enjoyable right here. Finny's- did you notice that Becky Lynch was um, being sort of uh, how a, how do I put this, poet? I didn't know it. It <laughs> was like, wait a minute here. I was like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> it's like, we're like, we don't hate it. It would just cut us off guard. Per se, then, ladies and gentlemen. But this one here was very, very good. Becky Lynch, yep, yeah, I'm back. You guys had to deal with it. Uh, Tim and Sean came out there, boohoo, pissing and pitching and mulling it. And then, like, all right, all right. I want my rematch tonight, but no, 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 no. I want a bigger change. Dude had no mercy. And, Vin- and Vinnie and I like, Oh, that's a sound relief right there. But then all of a sudden they started duking it out. Candace had to get intervened. Becky Lynch, A.K.A. The men, fought them both off. I thought this was a very good opening segment. Benny, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously it was weird to see to hear the rhyming. Um, it kind of reminded me of like Indigo and uh, Fezzik and, uh The Princess Bride, yeah, mostly because yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Mostly because I saw it this past Saturday at <laughs> Dax's birthday. They were playing it on a projector, and it's like you know. You know, there's a lot of harm uh, probably has to do with his charm. Like they're mar back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, stop it. I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> it's just, they would find ways to just rhyme every fucking thing. And that's kind of what I yeah but I'm just saying I, I felt that when I was watching this promo but like I said it wasn't bad it was just kind of like are you seriously trying to rhyme They did the whole N Beck's T and I'm just like no we're not calling it that I'm not going that far here but you know the, Becky tries to insert her name into fucking everything but I guess it's entertaining and of course she said tonight and I remember uh, Zach wasn't happy but I was pretty much just like at this point ladies and gentlemen I was in fuck it mode because I'm still like pissed off over the fact this match even happened at all last week so the fact that she said I want my rematch tonight i'm like yeah why the fuck not they have already made it clear they don't give a shit about no mercy and then she said nope i want the rematch at no mercy which yay you know zach is excited about but at this current point in time we'll talk more about this later i was not particularly excited because i'm like okay i've already seen you guys wrestle i need something different if you're going to have a rematch on a pay-per-view you can't just have another match Unless you plan on doing moves that are different from the match I just saw. Because why would I want to watch it a second time? I'm not one of these fight forever fucking people. I'm not. I don't want you to fight forever. I want you to fight to win the fucking match. Get in, get out. If it takes you a long time, have a st- have a psychology reason for why it's taking you a long time. That's what I don't like. I don't want to see a 20, 30-minute barn burner for every fucking match. Sometimes I just want to see a get in, get out, as long as you can make it work. There are some people that have five-minute matches, and they're better than most of the 30-minute ones you fucking see. Because the guys who do the five minutes know what the fuck they're doing. So, whatever. I just was not a fan of that till I heard it was at No Mercy, but now I'm like, okay... What else am I going to fucking see? Nothing, really. And then, of course, um, Kiana James coming out. Obviously, she also doesn't like Becky Lynch, so it makes sense to see the two of them there. And I did see the moment where it looked like Becky was going to whack both of them with a chair, but they both managed to dodge it somehow in a really cool way. So I kind of like that, how she went for one shot, but Tiffany rolled out of the ring. Kiana ducked the chair shot and got the fuck out of the ring. That was a good sequence there. I liked it. If It ran fluidly. It made sense. Everything worked out great. And Becky definitely is a establishing herself as a badass in the company, or at least in the NXT brand is what I mean.
2: Very true, sir. Very, very, very true.
0: And then we cut to the backstage area where we see uh, Ilya Dragonov says he will defeat Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship at No Mercy. Then Becky Lynch walks in and asks Dragonov if she can have the floor. Dragonov's like, it's all yours. And she basically challenges um, both these both these ladies to a handicap match in the main event. All right. Uh,
2: okay. Becky Lynch kind of interrupted Dragonov, but she was pissed off. She said, I'll challenge you two to a handicap match. I'll see you at the main event tonight. I was like, okay. They didn't really need to do that but i guess you just had to put it out there many your thoughts
0: well my question is why is that the main event we have a champion versus champion match i'm pretty sure that should be the main event not some bullshit handicap match that is only here to give Becky Lynch more airtime I guess but I'm like look I get it's Becky Lynch I get she's the man I get she's a Grand Slam champion and all that shit but if you have a champion versus champion match with your two top guy champions that should be your fucking main event for your show it's Dominic Mysterio and Carmelo Hayes people are more excited for that match than whatever this is gonna fucking be because we know it's gonna be some kind of fuckery to get us to know mercy at least in the champion versus champion match you don't know who's gonna win this motherfucker you you don't know who's gonna have an advantage or looking strong going into their match because one of them has to lose.
2: Yeah, that, that's that, that's very 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 true right there. Yeah, I understand that. Sir.
0: Totally. Yay. And then after this, uh, we cut to the backstage area. Uh, we see Dominic Mysterio meeting with Trick Williams. He says he knows what it's like to be in someone's shadow. Williams says he isn't anyone's shadow. Dominic knows that he didn't find himself until he joined the Judgment Day.
2: Basically, what Dynamic chair was telling Trick Warner, he was like, dude, you don't have to be in Carmilla's shadows like I was in my dad's. I was like, well, James, you can Dynamic chair, you were in your dad's shadow. But this right here, maybe he was just pointing it out, you know, like, you can come join the Judgment Day and leave that all behind. Am I right or am I wrong? Pretty much. Yeah, and this right here was like this Dominic chair just being a corruptive little shit with a really, really kick ass bullet.
0: And a hot-ass girlfriend.
2: That's very true. His hot-ass girlfriend.
0: Yes. But here's the thing. Dominic's acting like I stepped out of my father's shadow. You're in a faction. So you're still in someone's shadow on some level unless you're the leader of the Judgment Day. Which Dominic obviously is not. That, of course, goes to Finn Balor. And obviously, you know, he. I. I how can you say you were in Rey Mysterio's shadow when you just got into the business? I mean, yeah, you had the Mysterio last name, and technically you still do. If you really want to step out of your dad's shadow, you should have changed your last name to Guerrero. Because that's the heel turn I wanted to see. I didn't want to see Dominic Mysterio in the fucking Judgment Day. Now, obviously, he's making it work. He's getting the nuclear heat and all that shit. But he's not really doing anything to warrant the nuclear heat. Now, people are just booing because it's fun and the audience likes to put the attention on themselves and not on the product. It's you won't
2: let the man talk.
0: Well, it's not just that. He... It, they're they're not doing it because they hate Dominic Mysterio. They're doing it to get attention. Because that's what everybody wants. They all want attention. People do shit to crave attention. And in doing so, you're taking the focus off of the storyline and putting it on yourself. That's really what audience members are doing now. Because really, I'm going to ask a serious question here. And i love somebody to answer it. What has Dominic Mysterio done lately to warrant the booze and the nuclear heat and the drowning him out. What has he done, really? What dastardly evil things has he done? At best, he's interfered to help the Judgment Day win matches. Yeah, it's messed up, but it's not dastardly or evil. He has done anything dastardly or evil since the feud with Rey Mysterio. That's why a lot of times he has to go back to saying the deadbeat dad to get the the heat back. Because we all know Rey Mysterio is a lot of things. One thing he is not is a deadbeat dad. He definitely was not that. Yeah, he traveled on the road. He was away from his family for a period of time. But that's not a deadbeat. Because he was home when he when he was able to. He took care of his family. Him and his wife are still married. That's not a deadbeat. If he was a deadbeat dad, he would have never came home. Wife would have divorced him. And Dominic would have never met him. But... Or really spend time with him, I should say. But if you really want Dominic to step out of that shadow, change his last name to Guerrero. Make him Dominic Guerrero. My real poppy, My real father. I want to carry on my real legacy, not my adopted legacy. That would have been a ten times better heel turn than what we're seeing right now. And that's my issue with it. And of course, Trick is convinced that everything is still Trick Mellow Gang. and And we'll talk more about that a little later. But I feel like... This isn't going anywhere with Trick Williams. Because it's not. I feel like they're trying to drag out a breakup between these two. Either Trick's gonna snap and turn on Melo or Melo's gonna turn on Trick. Or
2: maybe Trick goes out to help Melo and the cost in the belt.
0: That could be it. That might happen at No Mercy. And then that leads to the eventual breakup. Or something has to happen here. Because they are teasing this way too much. And they're not giving us any payoffs or indications.
2: Or Melo loses the belt. Wait a couple weeks, maybe a good month. And Trek uh, and, and Melo team up as tag team and be the Trick melo tag team champions.
0: Well, that's if they don't break up.
2: That is very true, too. But... That would be a good tag team. Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. We've been talking about that for, what, a year or so
0: now? Well, Well, we already know they're a great tag team. They just haven't really put them in a tag title picture. And I'm saying that would be ideal if Carmelo was to lose the NXT championship and he's not getting called up to the main roster and they're not going to break up him and Trick, make them go for the tag belts. But right now it looks like they're trying to tease one of them to turn on the other or cause a split. And if they're going to do that, that needs to happen at no mercy. They can't drag this out no more.
2: Yeah, that's very, very true, sir. Very, very true, sir.
0: And on that note, we have another backstage moment here where, uh, we see, uh, Tony D and Stax are over there, uh, looking at the different pictures of some of the tag team wrestlers that are here. And they're looking at the Creed brothers. Obviously they have respect for them. They, uh, they look at, uh, Humberto and Garza saying, Hey, they were kind of starting, you know, fights with them, but they respect their hustle. And then they were looking at Hank and Tank and the two guys whose names we can never fucking remember that are with, uh, Reggie.
2: Um... Lucien and the other guy
0: yeah, exactly I remember the other guy I... I
2: Guess we're just gonna call him the other
0: guy yeah, let's just call him the other guy. The other guy? We'll call him the other guy. Okay,
2: we'll call him the other guy. For now.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, but my point is so they're going to let those guys fight it out, and then they're going to have a seat at the table, and then they're going to sit there. They're going to eat. They're going to get some, uh, you know, some shrimp scallops mixed with the pasta. They're going to get the, uh, you know, the linguine, you know, get some uh, nice Italian food, come in there and have a big feast and talk out who's going to get the shot at the tag titles.
2: Okay, does do you tell us does everything when you sit down evolve around food?
0: For Italians, yes.
2: I can't hate that because Italians make wonderful, wonderful fucking food. Yes, we do. It was good. They uh, were basically pointing out, like, I like all the tag teams, so we gotta sit down. We gotta sit down and figure out which tag team should we defend our titles against. Me personally should be the Creed Brothers. Vinny, what do you think?
0: Creed Brothers, definitely. Um, that's, of course, assuming they're ready for uh, them to drop the tag belts. If they're not gonna drop the tag belts yet, then I don't want the Creed Brothers facing for it. Makes sense. I r- maybe have. Uh, um, Hank and Tank If you're going to Give the family a win Would be ideal That would be ideal I would also Wouldn't mind um, You know Lucian and the other guy Maybe they would Maybe that might make A great uh, pay-per-view Because uh, You know You got the Italian gangsters Against like the Latino type gangsters You know this It's kind of similar Almost to the uh, The feud between uh, The family And you know Legato del Fantasma Although now Him and Santos Are on the same page Now they're all uh, you know, bygones, be bygones, that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 this right here. I am interested
2: to see where this happens really. It was well, we'll see what happens next week. We all sit down for one big happy fucking family dinner.
0: Well, technically we're sitting down for the family dinner. Um although Cherry Top maybe we'll invite you, uh, but you gotta but you gotta remember to be respectful of the food, all right? You know, I'm just saying, we ain't for example, we don't boil anything at this fucking dinner, all right? So you gotta get a fork, you gotta eat solid foods if you wanna hang out over here. You hear?
2: I guess. You hear? Sure. Why not?
0: All right. All right, Cherry Top. Look, I ain't going through this fucking shit again. I ain't got this kind of time. I'ma say it one more time. You hear? Mm. I hear you. Yes, yes. Right, right. Good good. Uh but yeah, that actually that reminds me, um, although I've been you know, I've been listening to the fucking show lately and I think um I think Cherry Top needs a new nickname. I think Cherry Top needs a new nickname. Uh I don't know, I'll put it out there to the to the what's the the Boochcast? That's what it's called. Yeah, the Boochcast. I'm gonna put it out there to you guys. I'm gonna instead of calling him Cherry Top, I think from now on, we're gonna call him Zacky two times. I'm gonna call him Zacky two times. And the reason is because, you know, I've been listening to this show and every time, uh, every time, uh, Boots over here says something, Cherry Top always goes, very, very true, very, very, very true, very, very true, sir. Like, you know, very true, very true. Like, you know, just the other day, Zach's like, hold on, I gotta get the papers, get the papers, you know, fucking, you know, Zachy two times over here. So I think that's what we should call him. I don't know. I ain't sure. I don't know. Maybe we put out one of them, uh, one of them, uh, poly things to put on Spotify. Get up to not me. Or you. Well, obviously, you know, uh, it's it's not my show, but I'm just saying. Either way, so we're going to have a nice, good old-fashioned Italian dinner. See, every time people try to do all this stupid shit where they go to the fucking ring and they try to call people out and have a fight and get in a brawl because everybody wants to fight all the goddamn time. Well, let me tell you something. Italians, we fight when necessary. We're the type of people, we're civilized. We're very civilized creatures. Now, we don't look like civilized creatures most of the time, but we're civilized creatures. So we're going to have people sit down. We're going to have a nice dinner. We're going to feed you. We're going to have a conversation because that's what we do when we talk business, even with people we don't like. We talk business. We have a dinner. You've seen seen the mob movies. That's how I do it, right?
2: Pretty much, yeah.
0: You have the one guy that runs one group, sits down with the other group. Even when he says, we're going to kill you, the fight don't happen there. Because this is a peaceful discussion. As long as no one's showing any physical aggression, no one gets touched. That's why we call it organized crime. Because we're organized. We ain't savages. And if anybody behaves like a savage, they go sleep with the fucking fishes. Yeah? I hear ya. There we go. (laughs) So, my point exactly. Now, I'm excited We're, Stax is excited we like I said Mama's making the best cooking she cooks about I tell you right now Che top you come to this thing you'll never say a bad thing about Italians again you eat mama's cooking you eat mama you eat mama d'angelo she'll she'll feed you real nice. Okay, whatever you say. All right. So, uh, I guess you guys can go back to the NXTs. I'm, um, if if my memory serves me correctly, you're not about to like the next thing y'all about to fucking talk about. So, um, uh, with that, I just say this, uh, Oliver See you next week. Bye. <sighs> Finally, you guys getting along for a change? And he's right. Italian food is delicious, by the way. Very delicious. Hell, my mother's Irish and she cooks great Italian food because she learned. <laughs> Trust me, she didn't marry into the family without Grandma showing her a thing or 2 <laughs> Tell you that. So anyway, on that note, we do need to move on here and know we're... Wait, wait, actually, we might like this match because uh, it doesn't involve anybody we hate. Um, we have a Heritage Cup Invitational Group A. This is the finals. The winner goes into the match next week to determine who faces Noam Dar for the cup at No Mercy. And we got Tyler Bate versus Butch.
2: But she made Pete Dunn?
0: Yes, uh, if that's what you. God
2: given name,
0: right? I suppose you want to call him by his Christian name.
2: Yes, I do want to call him by his Christian name. Anyways, I thought this uh, was a great opening bout. These two five gentlemen beat the living shit out of each other. There was a lot of ground game. Did you notice that? Yes. And they stayed off the top row? Yes. Soccer. But what was a funny thing about it? Both of them fi- uh, stole their finishers. Yeah. See that still But this right here was a great match. But the one thing that pissed us off to the match was it had nothing to do with Butch or Tyler Bate. <clears throat> it would have to do with the metaphor stealing something precious from our somewhat slash childhood and teenage years. And Vinny, what the fuck did these fuckers fuck, 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 fucky fuck do?
0: Well. <laughs> Very interesting uses of the F word there. <laughs> um, but I, what they did was they dressed up, and you know they've been doing different themes every week in that fucking weird ass lounge. They decided this go around this week to dress up like characters from The Matrix. <laughs> you and I get to look at each other every two saying like. What the fuck? We 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 we, 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 did, we did like double takes where we looked at each other with the back of the screen. We looked at each other with the back of the screen. We looked at, other, at the screen, looked at each other went back at the screen. Looked at each other went back to the screen. Looked at each other went back to the screen. Looked back at each other and went, "What the fuck?" Because I was like, the, "The hell is this?" What is, is am trying to be, Neo? What the fuck was he doing?
2: Yeah, he was trying to do that fake ass weird ass. Voice too. He was doing a really bad impersonator of Nia, kind of like I did a really bad voiceover of
0: Randy Savage. It, oh God! No, 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 I don't know what's no, worse.
2: No no, 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 no. It wasn't Randy. It was Dusty.
0: No, you, you tried Randy Savage, and in it. you tried Dusty, and did. you bombed both of them. Yes, I, I did. You bombed both of them. Impressions, except for just stick to Sean Connery and Stitch. Though that's more your area. That's more your area. You know, I'm just saying, but like, it was so horrible. And then he called Mackenzie Mitchell, Agent Smith. And I just went, no, this, I, the promo already went fucking downhill at that point. I'm like, no, no, please. God, why, why are you doing this? Stop giving this man a microphone. He cannot talk.
2: No, no, he cannot. He can't talk at all.
0: And, and, you know, at least Last Legend can talk when she's not acting like, for lack of a better term, a hood rat. Um, Just when she actually talks like a person, she's a great promo. But this this is, oh my god, it was horrible. And, th- and we had to sit through that before we got to the match. And the match itself, fucking great. These two tore the house down. There was wrestling, there was psychology, there was working Uh, Butch working the fingers really like he he not he had like bent back and he'd be like pounding on them like and that's what love about Butch he has a gimmick and he uses it well. My thing is I damn near break fingers. So I am going to bend and twist and mold and move the fingers in a way to make this look as painful as possible without hurting my opponent. And the fact that he could bend the fingers like that and not hurt the other person, that's a skill. And really, that's the skill of wrestling for those of you that don't understand. It's not the moves you're able to pull off. It's being able to pull off the moves and do minimum to zero damage to the person there is a way to punch and kick and stomp and you don't even hurt the other person as much as I hate this guy Bret Hart had that has that gift he knew how to work somebody in a match and not even hurt you he would kick you and you wouldn't even feel it or Hogan he could hit you with a hammer and it wouldn't even hurt you you wouldn't even feel it because that's the art of working And if you took the time to learn that, you wouldn't have to do silly shit and you wouldn't injure each other. But the guys who go out there and do that, they can make something look devastating, but they're not causing any damage. Well, Vinny, if you don't cause any damage... How does the person, how do we know the person's actually hurt? It's called selling. That's where the selling comes into play. You sell like it really hurts you, even if it didn't. That's the art form. And that's what these guys were good at. And they had you on the edge of your seat because you had no idea who the fuck was gonna win, but not only that, the clock was winding down. And here's the best part. Because one of these matches, at least one, ended in a draw, remember? It made you think, oh shit, they're gonna go to a draw. That's the advantage to having one of these matches end in a draw and each of them having one point it creates the illusion oh shit there's gonna be a draw but they didn't with just 10 seconds left on the clock butch hit the bitter end like pump handle a samoan driver and got the one two three and won and then they hugged embraced shook hands afterwards because even though you know it was an intense fight they're known for having a intense rivalry and mutual respect came out of that rivalry so it's like look we had another great match Good job. And there you have it. Butch is going on to the finals. As well, he should because Butch is a star from the main roster and was also a big star as Pete Dunne by his Christian name in NXT. So he would be a great candidate to win the Heritage Cup and put some star power behind it.
2: Even though that cup is absolutely worthless.
0: Mostly because of who's holding it.
2: Very, very true, sir. All right, do your thing.
0: Then we cut to uh, JC Jane and Thea Hale as they're going shopping at this fancy schmancy store and they're trying on different outfits each one is sexier than the next but ultimately Thea finds the look but they only shoot her from the neck up It's only JC saw it so they buy it now of course she's walking out of the store in her original clothes because she's got the new clothes in her bag so that's why we so don't think she just came out with her original clothes and we decided that was the best look otherwise it would've been a waste of time but now apparently next week we're gonna see Thea Hale in the new look in the ring
2: yeah we'll see what happens right there I was checking out I was like I like that one I like that one too I like all of them cause she's really pretty. So like Benny said, next week we'll see what her, what her real outfit is.
0: But yeah, like I said, each one was sexier than the last. Yeah,
2: that's true.
0: The red one was kind of okay, but it had more of an Electra Lopez look to it. Yeah. Then she came back out in the black dress and was like, oh god.
2: Yeah, then she came out with the other one where she looks like oh my god.
0: It was had a little bit of a vest. Yeah. Then there was one that was kind of tied up that showed a little bit of cleavage. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god, I never thought Thea Hale would turn me on <laughs> I'm sitting here going this all looks hot oh,
2: like hey we're actually paying attention wow yeah so hot who so want to touch yeah. the heinem <laughs> And we would never have a shot.
0: <laughs> nope. And then um, we see Eddie Thorpe. He's out in the woods, you know, getting centered and, you know, being all aggressive and saying that, you know, you wanted a savage, you got one. And he challenges Dijak to a strap match.
2: Okay. Um, when is this match happening? I don't know. But okay, let's see where this goes. Because after this strap match, to sit between Eddie Thorpe and Dijak needs to cease to exist.
0: You're right about one thing, it does need to cease to exist, but we already know when it's taking place.
2: Not at no mercy, I'm assuming, right?
0: It should be at no mercy, but no, they decide it's going to be next week on free fucking TV. Again, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with modern wrestling that you insist on putting big matches like this on free tv are you worried people aren't gonna watch the go home show it's a fucking go home show
2: go home show
0: you Fucking idiots, it's the fucking go-home show. Everyone's going to be watching it to see the finalization of all these fucking feuds, okay? All you have to do is cut a couple promos, throw in a couple matches, have a couple brawls. Take all your big matches, put them on your fucking pay-per-view. Fucking, it's Saturday. Why would you put a strap match on a Tuesday when your pay-per-view is on a Saturday? It's literally... the. Th- Fucking 30th! Fuck is wrong! I hate this shit! This is why wrestling makes me so angry! Because here's why it makes me so angry. It's because it's not even the wrestling that makes me angry, ladies and gentlemen. It's the fact that I have zero tolerance. Zero tolerance for two things. Rudeness and stupidity. And this is fucking stupid. I don't have... I I have, it's, it's, I, I can't handle when I see something stupid in front of me. Shit that I would never, ever, ever fucking do in a million years. And I see other people do it and I'm like, what? I have a strap match. You put it on a pay-per-view. It's a feud that's coming to an end. Put it in a goddamn pay-per-view. What the fuck? Why? It's not like you have a lot of matches already booked for this goddamn thing, okay? You already have Becky Lynch. You don't need to draw ratings. You have Becky Lynch. That's all the rating draw you need. You got Dominic Mysterio. You got Mustafa Ali. If you if you need ratings that desperately, pull somebody else from Raw or SmackDown to walk the fuck in. This Why not?
2: because when Gucci snaps.
0: <laughs> yes, because it's fucking stupid. And I also don't like it for another reason. Because, they, because modern wrestling has killed the purpose of what... T- a strap match is supposed to be It is not just a match Where you take a leather strap And you beat the fucking shit out of each other A strap match is basically One guy has a leather strap tied to his wrist The other has another leather strap tied to their wrist It's buckled together so you are linked to each other But you're supposed to incapacitate your opponent And then tap the four corners in, or in succession One, two, three, four Match over That's how you do it. That's how a strap match is done. That's how a bull rope match is done. That's how a chain match is done.
2: That's how a cowbell match is
0: done. The cowbell is attached to the bull rope. There is no cowbell match. Hey, Vinny, you know what this match can need? More cowbell! No, the match needs to be on a pay-per-view. It's a strap match. Strap match doesn't need cowbell. It's a strap match. It doesn't need a cowbell, baby.
2: More cowbell.
0: (laughs) This is not... A fucking argument. A strap match does not need a cowbell. Stop stealing my gimmicks, you fucking hack. Now... More cowbell. You're an idiot. So I swear to God... <laughs> The worst part is he's completely sober. That's the sad part. That's very true. But yeah, I'm sorry, this was fucking stupid.
2: Stupid, 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 all right.
0: <sighs> now, on that note, we're gonna move on to the next match of the evening. We got the Group B match of the Heritage Cup Invitational. We have Duke Hudson with Andre Chase versus Joe Coffey with Gallus.
2: Did you enjoy this right here? Eh. Uh, eh? I mean, I guess it's it was just there. Maybe it was just a filler. <sighs>
0: But yeah, I enjoy it tremendously right here. Was okay. 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 Let's <clears> do <throat> Okay, look, Zach, th- you need to understand what words mean before you say them. What are you talking about? That's not filler. Oh. This is a match to build to a match at a pay-per-view. That's not filler. Filler is when a match is just there and it doesn't have any serious implications or is in- or is not interesting. This match has implications because the winner of this match basically is supposed to determine whether we're going to have a regular tie or a three-way tie or whatever because they're trying to find out who's going to face Butch next week to determine who's going to face Noam Dar at No Mercy. So this match is not filler. This match has serious implications to the pay-per-view next week. Okay. So you got to think before you talk. And, but yeah, I I mean, this match was not filler. I mean, was it interesting? No, but the right man won Duke Hudson. You know, obviously this is the guy that I would love to see win the Heritage Cup. I think it'd be great to see him with two trophies. I think having the Heritage Cup as a part of Chase U would be great. I think it would I think it would take the Heritage Cup would be taken more seriously if Chase U had it. They could put it in their trophy case. Andre Chase can talk about the history of the cup as one of his classes when he does his seminars. You know, before he cusses out somebody for saying something stupid, which I love it when he does that.
2: Yeah, same here.
0: But that's how I feel about that. So I was glad two cuts and won. Uh, was it an interesting match? Not really. But the right guy won and it was... Was fairly decent,
2: it was very, very decent. Like, it wasn't a filler, it was just
0: okay, whatever. Yeah, moving on. So, we have Nathan Fraser, Duke Cuts, and Joe Coffee are now all tied at four points apiece. We then cut to the backstage area where Nathan Fraser finds out that due to the three way tie in Group B, there's now a triple threat tiebreaker match set to take place. But we find out it's taking place tonight. To determine who is going to face Butch next week, and then as soon as Nathan finds out, he immediately runs the fuck away. Like he just, like he just literally dead sprints. Mm, off. Like Sonic the Hedgehog,
2: or uh, yeah, like Sonic, like or uh, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. well that's, I enjoy this right here. He's like, "Yeah, I'm ready. I'm good to go." And then the interview goes, "Like, well, actually, this batch is actually happened tonight." He goes, "Oh." Oh, crap. I gotta go get ready and then take some.
0: Yes, he was running really fast, so i just like to say that I like to rephrase. I thought he was on crack. Turns out it's meth. He's on the meth. Things, look, 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 Mr. Ginger. Look, I, I, I see the man. I'm looking at him. He clearly looks like a crack and/or meth head. That he clearly looks like he's on the drugs.
2: He's not on the drugs.
0: You of all people should know that he's on the drugs. I've never
2: done drugs in the day of my life.
0: you a fucking lie. He's lying. He's a liar, and he also steals gimmicks. He's a liar, and he steals the gimmicks, and sometimes doesn't say them right. For example, it is not God-given name. It is christian name not my fault and we don't say god given we say leonard skinner because leonard skinner is gold basket okay i will go to the basket when i am good and goddamn ready to go to the basket and mr buchirelli might not even give me those at this point so that's not really going to work on me so ladies and gentlemen i would like to say that um this heritage cup is obviously a waste of time um obviously we need to talk about something more important like the basket But we have more important things to talk about. Basket. I'm in Alabama. (laughs) No. No.
2: No. What? Basket.
0: What? Oh, that's right. The ginger don't like Alabama. Basket. I'm not going to the basket. I refuse to go to the basket. I'm not going to the basket. Real time. Ugh. at least he didn't curse this time anyway uh, on that note we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening we've got uh, oh boy Lola Vice with Electra Lopez versus Roxanne Perez
2: Um, I did not enjoy this right here as soon as I saw Roxanne Perez come out we automatically know she's going to win but she flips into something to a pen and one, two, three, and Vinny was not happy. Vinny, you wanna take this one?
0: Yeah. I loved Lola Vice in this match. i this is like the first time I've ever actually like seen her really wrestle. I haven't seen her really do much. Maybe a couple tag matches or maybe some promo shit. So Lola Vice knows how to work.
2: She does actually very well.
0: Her submission skills are awesome. She clearly has good pacing and timing in the ring. Roxanne, again, overrated, not a fan. It's not, not supportive. But you're not a fan of the Roxanne uh, and Paresh.
2: Believe me, we know.
0: You know? We know. You know? We know. I've mentioned it.
2: Several times.
0: I have? Several. And you've paid attention every time? Not really, no. Then how do you know I've said it so many times?
2: Because you keep on saying
0: it. But if you're not paying attention, how do you know when I'm saying it?
2: <laughs> I know what you're trying to
0: do. It's not going to work.
2: I mean, I really do appreciate the effort and the time to do this, but it's not going to work.
0: Okay, whatever you say. All right, then, moving on. Yeah, so... But I did also like the fact that uh, Lola went for that Fujiwara armbar, kind of similar to what Pentagon used to do, and Lucha Underground. Yeah, Yeah. Although... I did find it kind of weird that it didn't break her arm or cause her to lose the match. I felt like that. If you're going to do a move like that, it should symbolize broken arm off TV. It shouldn't be just a move that you do and then you can still wrestle. I think I think it defeats the purpose of the move, in my yeah, opinion.
2: Yeah, I can see that right there. Yeah, you said that Pentagon uh, Jr. would hurt a lot of people before he became a spot monkey. Even though I still like Pentagon Jr., but he's... Off with the other evil
0: place. Yeah. But my point is, I'm saying that, you know, Pentagon used to be, you know, Lucha Underground. He was one of the top guys. Like, when he finally won the title, it was epic. Um, And, of course, you know, Roxanne eventually, you know, does a a roll-up pin after Vice counters the Pop Rocks into a submission, which I enjoyed immensely. Uh, Then, of course, Roxanne got the win, and it was anticlimactic, and I'm just like, ah, get it out of here. Bye, 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 bye. This is something you could call as filler. Filler. Then we cut to the backstage area where Roxanne Perez, soon afterwards, runs into Becky Lynch in the locker room. Lynch puts Perez over, of course. Perez offers a tag with Lynch tonight. Lynch says she's got it, and Perez needs to focus on her injured arm.
2: Basically, saying, don't worry about that. You're hurt right now. Go get better. I'll be, I'll be saying, like, I don't like you. Get away from me.
0: Well, that's not what she's saying. She's being serious. because yeah, Well, that, cause that's what babyfaces do. It's like, look, I can handle this. You should focus more on your arm. I got this. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I can see that right so yeah, so Becky wasn't being wasn't doing a go away. If Becky wants somebody to go away. She would just tell them go away. go away But when you're a baby face your demeanor has to change slightly and by that I mean you can't just tell people to fuck off unless it's another heel if a baby face is coming to offer you for help You have to find a nice diplomatic way if you're a baby face to say I got this Look, thank you, I appreciate it, but I can handle myself. Something like that. The heels are the ones that can say, I don't need you, get out of my way, and be a dick. You know? And if you are a dick as a babyface, you have to apologize at some point. You know? Because you're supposed to be a good guy. And you have to conduct yourself as such. You can't be a babyface and be a dick. It don't work that way. It don't. You know, granted, Stone Cold had an attitude problem, but he wasn't a, But he wasn't a dick when he was a babyface. He just had an attitude problem. So there, there's a fine line how to work it. And on that note, we are going to move on to the next match of the evening. We have ourselves a champion versus champion match. We have the NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes. Keep in mind, this is all non-title. Goes against the NXT North American champion, Dominic Mysterio. I
2: fucking love this match right here. I thought this should have been the main event instead. What about you, Vinny? <laughs>
0: 100% should have been the main event.
2: I mean, these two fine gentlemen beat the shit. What Diamond did was was uh, attack um, Carmella Hayes first. But then um, right after that, uh, he picked up the world title. Was like, see this? This is missing going to me. And Carmella's like, what the hell are you doing with my title? But this one here was fucking great. Back and forth, these two went at it. And what I loved about it, what we're dragging off, was that part of the commentary. Everything was fine and dandy until um, the Diamond's chair throw... Carmelo
0: into Dragonoff, right, baby? Yes, Hayes tosses Dominic into Dragonoff,
2: and then all of a sudden, that then again, then it happened with um, Carmelo Hayes throwing Dominic into Dragonoff, and back and forth, and all of a sudden, for some strange-ass reason, Dominic slapped Dragonoff. The Dragonoff came in there, started beating the shit out of everybody. Maybe it was an accident, but actually hit his finisher accidentally on Carmelo Hayes and then the uh got his towel and ran out and then all of a sudden you saw Dragon Lee tap him on the shoulder and super kick him for some strange ass reason. I don't know why that was there. Maybe Vinny can explain it.
0: Well, Dragon Lee showed up because of a specific reason, and it's because they announced this. Apparently this was announced on Monday Night Raw, which I did not watch because I was busy um, recording with Derek Shapiro and watching football highlights because I'm getting ready for a Lance Goodman's inevitable return to the Bruce cast Now, he said it'll be, it won't be until around week four that he'll be able to return to the show because he's dealing with a lot of shit right now. So I'm watching in preparation for... Or when he returns so we can get everybody caught up on what the fuck's going down in the world of the NFL. But Lance Goodman is returning. But apparently on Monday Night Raw they made the announcement that this coming Monday night on Raw the 25th it will be Dragon Lee versus Dominic Mysterio for the NXT North American Championship. On Raw? On Raw.
2: That makes no sense.
0: They decided to give Dragon Lee a title shot ahead of Mustafa Ali at No Mercy. Like Because Mustafa Ali is supposed to face Dominic Mysterio at no mercy for the North American Championship. Match was set. Match is made. Well, apparently, Dragon Lee doesn't want to wait. Because even, you know, Mustafa Ali, and I'll just jump ahead here because I don't give a fuck. Uh, Mustafa Ali was pissed because he said, hey, I won the match. Against Dragon Lee, I earned my shot. And he even told Dragon Lee, after I beat Dominic Mysterio and I win the North American title, I will give you the first title shot. He said that. Ali said, I will give you the first crack of the title. You will will be the first guy in line to get a shot at the title after I beat Dominic. But for some reason, Dragon Lee didn't want to wait and cuts the end of the line, and now Ali's saying he might have to do something about it. And I don't have news for you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not fucking happy about it.
2: We can tell.
0: You know why I'm not fucking happy about it? Why? Because I know that Ali's going to get involved on Raw, some shit is going to go down, and Dominant's going to retain the North American Championship. As well he should, but something's going to happen on NXT, and they're going to make this a triple threat match.
2: Don't you put that
0: evil out into the world. Zach?
2: Don't you dare blasphemy. Smut and filth, Bitty Bucci. Shame on you, sir.
0: Hey, I don't want it to happen, but I can see the writing on the fucking wall, okay? They're just begging for this to be a triple threat match, and I fucking hate triple threat matches. They're rarely ever good. They're all fucking spot fest. There's no disqualification. Lazy booking. Say it with me, children. Lazy Booking. the longest one we ever did yeah yeah (laughs) a new record but world order the following announcement has been paid for by the new world order side note i've met the guy who does that voice is he cool yes oh okay his name is neil pruitt and he used to work for wcw and i met him a couple times when i worked for you know who uh Voldemort um I know I know but anyway back to this match uh I will say I enjoyed it immensely Carmelo and Dominic had a great match yeah
2: they did they did many people hate Dominic but the the fucker can move in the ring
0: yeah I mean obviously he's got the heat he's being a great heel but he could definitely work like Dominic earning his stripes in NXT like think about it he's a North American champion in NXT and the only other belt he's held was the tag belts with his dad, being the first father-son tag team champions. So, obviously, they're not shoving Dominic down our throats like they do other second-generation wrestlers. Um, so he's earning his stripes, which I can respect. And Dominic is incredible as a worker. Now, would I make him a world champion? Not anytime soon, I wouldn't. He is nowhere fucking near ready to be a top guy. Not even close. But he is doing well for himself. And he's got got massive potential to be a future world champion in a couple years.
2: Yeah, very, very true, sir. Very, 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 very true, sir.
0: Now, this match with Carmelo was, as I said, epic. It ended in a no contest, and I kind of like that. The disqualification and the no contest finish. Because now, both of them are at a stalemate, and neither one of them looks weak going into the match. Because... Dragunov took out both of them. Dragon Lee took out Dominic and is standing over with his title, with the title, so they're setting up the match for Raw and also setting the table for everything else because as we mentioned next week, there will be a contract signing between Dragunov and Carmelo for the NXT title match at No Mercy.
2: The going home show. And you know for a fact those two are going to brawl it out. If they don't, I'm not going to be happy. Like, would you guys just do something here?
0: Here's the thing, though. Do we really need to see a brawl? I don't think we do. I think they've done all the- I know, but I'm feeling like they've already fought, they've already brawled, they've already said everything. Just have a face-off and just go. We don't need to see another fight. Besides, let them just say what they got to say, stare each other down, and then go to the pay-per-view and fight. Let's let's not do anything stupid and risk injury before the pay-per-view. Very, very true, sir. Very, very true, sir. That, I'm not even comfortable with wrestlers fighting on the go-home show. That are in big title matches at the pay-per-view. I fucking hate that. Because there's always a risk of injury that can fuck up your pay-per-view. Just for the go-home show. Have solid promos. Let some people wrestle that aren't going to be on the pay-per-view. Maybe have a couple brawls and stuff with the people that are involved. But keep it controlled. And just get to the pay-per-view. Because again, that's where the money is. Is in the pay-per-view. Or premium live event. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. And on that note, move on to the next match of the evening. We have a triple threat match. This is the match with the winner to face Butch next week. We've got Duke Hudson versus Nathan Fraser. This is the Heritage Cup Invitational Tiebreaker Triple Threat Match. Versus Joe Coffey. Did you enjoy this at all, Any? I was bored to fucking tears.
2: So this was a mixed bag of nuts. Too many things were going on. I mean, first of all, they tra- Nathan Fraser got pushed away by Joe Coffee. The try, check, take, take, uh, Duke Hudson got pushed away by, Joe, uh, by, got, got pushed away by Duke Hudson. I mean, it was just too much shit was going on. I didn't know who to go for. And all of a sudden, and Mr. Minibucci here. Did not like this, Joe Coffee one and this match right here was just, like what Vinny said, it was just boring as shit, and I did not enjoy it, half the time I looking up on the phones, hey, first one, 9-3, looked up, still going <coughs> on. too many false finishers, they just suck, and the raw person won, and yeah, I mean, it was there, I mean, the Dallas guys, they did intervene, which is odd, which I'm happy about, but now since Vinny is, uh, down clearing his throat, Vinny, Take it away,
0: sir. Yes. Um, this is no disqualification, and your guys didn't even get involved. I, if Joe Coffey's gonna win, at least have your guys get involved. At least. Don't give this asshole a clean victory. He didn't deserve it. This was goddamn ridiculous.
2: It was. Catch
0: it. Yeah. What
2: was it? B- <laughs>
0: No, it was sad. I don't know why have, have we. Uh, I, I think we have. I just, I can't remember. Yeah, I remember when we did it, but I know we do it at least once an episode.
2: Yeah, because it's that bad.
0: Yeah, and that's sad. <laughs> but the point is, it was this was a it was a goddamn clusterfuck all over the place, disorganized. A reminder of why I hate triple threat matches, and just I just hope Butch wins next week. Yep. And then wins the cup at No Mercy. Yep. I hope he done wins. Yeah. Then backstage, we cut to uh, Tiffany Stratton, who tells Kiana James she has a surprise for Becky Lynch tonight. Um, And they're kind of working out with the armbands before they go out to the ring.
2: They were just basically getting ready for their match and everything else against Becky
0: Lynch. Yes.
2: Thumbs up, th- let's get this going. Working out, getting that, getting ready to go, getting that drilling, popping.
0: Yes. Then we see the parking lot, and Hayes says Dragonov is walking around like he's already NXT champion. Next week, Hayes is going to show Dragonov where he stands. Basically, what I
2: said. I think there is going to be a fight at the at the contract signing, or not. Very well, could be. Well, we'll all we have to do is we'll, uh, wait till next Tuesday at the going Hall show, guys. And I will be here, of course, because if I'm not, then he's going to hurt me.
0: Very, very badly.
2: And uh, yeah, so, so they're just, uh, these two ladies, fine ladies, were just getting ready up for their match. Am I
0: right or am I wrong? Yeah, so basically that's what's happening, and then we're we we have we're about to have the handicap match of Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton and Kiana James. Lynch is entering the ring. They cut, they're cut. playing her music and everything. All of a sudden, Stratton and James attack her from behind, beat her up, get her in the ring. All of a sudden, Lyra Valkyria hits the ring and makes the save. James and Stratton try to walk away. Valkyria and Lynch run up the ramp and attack James and Stratton. Lynch sends James back into the ring. The bell sounds, and what was supposed to be a handicap match. Handicap is now a tag team match with Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria versus Tiffany Stratton and Kiana James.
2: Even though we enjoyed the uh Dominic Mysterio-Camillo's Hayes match, this main event tag team match was not that bad, was it? No. I enjoyed the living shit. These four ladies beat the living shit out. All four of them did. Want to know why we like these ladies? Because they are not spot monkeys. They stayed off the top rope. There's a lot of ground game. There's a lot of fists and kicks and everything else. There's even some good psycho- uh, psychology, too. And all the end, in the end, the right team won. Becky Lynch and Life of Kill won. Am I right or am I wrong?
0: Yes. Well, obviously, they should win. And I like the the finish, to me, was perfect. Becky Lynch hits the manhandle slam on Keanu James. Valkyria goes up top, hits a splash. So they didn't completely stay off the top rope. But a splash is okay. Because uh, it's believable because the woman's laying on the ground unconscious because she got hit with a manhandled slam. You get hit with a manhandled slam, you do not get up.
2: And you also see she's also trying, I think, out is trying to move, get, get to her right spot, too. I gotta get over there. And here's the
0: thing. To the untrained eye, that's not noticeable, but a lot of times that is what wrestlers do. They try to. And
2: we notice it all the time. We do.
0: Well, the trick is when it's noticeable, it's bad. When it's not noticeable, it's good. But here's the key thing you gotta make sure the camera's not on you when you do that shit. Because if we see you trying to get into position, you, again, it's like, it's like when the person dies out of the ring and they're waiting to catch you. It takes you out of the story because you should not, why would you want to get into position for someone to hurt you?
2: Or when you, when you take too long to get on top rope and the guy's like, just move on. Come on now. I don't have all day here. it's like, dude, hurry the fuck up.
0: No, like the person's standing there and they're waiting for him to get their footing. It's like, you could move out of the way. You could have pushed him off the thing at this point
2: simply walk over it's like they just look at that my foot right now so they see you you just go
0: (laughs) see here's the thing If I was a wrestler, okay, let me rephrase that. If I was a veteran wrestler, because obviously if I'm a rookie, I can't do shit, but if I'm a veteran wrestler, I'm a veteran in the locker room, and I'm working a match with somebody, and you're going to do a moonsault onto me or any kind of move like that, if you take too long to get your footing, I'm knocking you off the apron. I'm going to say it to you in the back. If we're going to do this shit, you better be fluid, you better be quick, and you better be ready. Because I'm telling you right now, you are. Not, I'm not going to sit there and look like a jackass just to protect you while you do a move that you have no business fucking doing in the first place.
2: Very, very true, sir. So,
0: Kiana, I, I I, don't know if I should be... I don't know. Should we be upset that she did that? Or did, did it really take away from the match? Mm. Nah. I don't think so. Uh. I mean, she should be mindful of that in the future. Very true. But I'll be honest, Zach caught that and I didn't even see it. So that was actually pretty damn good. I, wouldn't, I but I have the only reason I know about it is I've seen other people do it. You've
2: seen a lot of people do
0: it mostly in the other company. but um, I'm just saying you got to be mindful of situations and also cameraman. Or person, whoever holding the fucking camera. If you see somebody doing a little shimmy, cut to something else. Don't let us see it. If someone's going up to the top rope, keep the camera on the person on the top rope. I don't need to see the person on the floor until they're coming off the top rope. Because that's a way to shoot that shit. Because sometimes you might have had people who stood there waiting to catch the person when they dive, But you wouldn't notice it because the camera wasn't on them. The person just jumped, and then by the time they landed, that's when you cut the guys on the floor, cut to the move. There's a way to shoot it in wrestling. And that's why the camera people have to be in on what you're doing. That's why, even though a lot of times in wrestling, especially on the indies, there are spots that you call in the locker room. Yeah. But nowadays in WWE, you might have certain spots that you call in the ring or call in the back, but certain major spots like weapons or tables or something like that, you have to let people know you're going to do or let production people know you're going to do. So the guy in the truck, who in WWE is Kevin Dunn, can sit there and go, hey. Zoom in right there. We're about that guy's about Triple H's about to pull out his sledgehammer. So make sure we cut to that cameraman right there. Get in tight on that shot so we see the sledgehammer coming out. Or hey, uh, they're about to set this table up. Cut over here. Let them set up the table. Um, Okay, the table spot's about to happen here. So give them a cut. So let them know when when to cut to each thing so we can get it quickly. So a lot of times you got to be in tune with the camera people to make that shit work. So that way everyone's on point, on task, on message. That is key. So that's that important. Now, outside of that, <laughs> sorry, Zach brought that up, and this gave me a chance to give a teachable moment here. So this was a teachable moment. Yes, courtesy of Booch U. Uh,
2: Misha, Misha Lara.
0: Give me a B. B. Give me an O. o. Give me another o. o. Give me a C. C. Give me an H. H. Give me a U. U. What's that spell? U. Damn straight. So, anyway, like I said, great tag match. And the reason I like the finish... oh we're not. (laughs) Fucking bring it. Sue me for what? Sue me for what? You're stealing gimmicks. You've stolen, like, 50 gimmicks in this one episode alone. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, God, you're a terrible liar. You know you're a rotten liar. So, my point is, the reason I like the finish so much, to get back to the match, sorry about the tangent, um, was because Valkyra... uh, pinned kiana james that way becky still gets a win but it makes valkyra look good and becky doesn't pin james so there's no risk of a burial
2: and tiffany get uh, did it get pinned, either? Did it didn't make her look bad as well
0: yeah so tiffany still looks strong going into the rematch at no mercy as does becky valkyra looks good and Kiana James can take a loss from Valkyria because they're on the roster together because Becky pinning either one of them or, or pinning Kiana James could be a burial not an intentional one but it can happen that's why I don't want to see Becky Lynch really beating anybody on the women's roster that has the potential to be great that's why some people were pissed off that on Monday Night Raw Becky Lynch put the NXT women's title line in an open challenge and Natalia came out and they had a match I didn't have a problem with that it allows Becky Lynch to rack up a win and make herself look good as a champion before she inevitably drops that title because if she does drop the title it should be to some of the younger talent in the NXT women's division but I don't want to see her just steamroll over everybody though unless it's somebody that's a jobber and clearly not going to be a champion then Becky can run then Becky can squash that bitch but if it's somebody like Kiana James who can be a great champion someday because she's got the tools I don't want Becky pinning her there's certain people I would not want to see get pinned by Becky Lynch Tiffany can handle it in fact I'll say this if Tiffany loses next Saturday call her up just call her up. She don't need to she don't need to stay. Cause Tiffany's ready. More than ready. She's got she's got the it factor. So I love that part of the finish. The tag match itself was also great. Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria worked very well together as a team, as did Tiffany and Kiana.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, both tag teams worked very well together.
0: Yes. And then, of course, after the match, Stratton hits Lynch with a chair. Stratton beats down Valkyria and Lynch with the chair. And then as Stratton was at the ramp, Lynch grabs the mic and says, if that's how Stratton wants to play it, their title the match at No Mercy will be an Extreme Rules match. And
2: Vinny called it out, didn't you, there, Mr. Bucci?
0: I had a feeling something was going to happen with the beat down with the chair. I'm like, okay, I, I, didn't know, I didn't know it was going to be Extreme Rules. I thought maybe it might be No Holds Barred, maybe some type of weapons match.
2: It's got to be Extreme Rules, but well, this is going to be uh, uh, fine and dandy.
0: And here's the thing. This is good now because Very good. Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton are having a rematch and it's Extreme Rules, which means the match can now be different than the match they had on TV because the match they had on TV was a wrestling match. That showcase both their wrestling skills and how great Tiffany is in the ring. In Extreme Rules match, they can do their moves but also get violent with weapons. And there's no other match on the card that has weapons. So they can beat the shit out of each other with weapons. And guess what? What? It works. Because none of the other matches are going to have weapons in them. So it'll be different. It'll be different. It'll have variety. And guess what? Since they've already wrestled before, we both already know they can wrestle in a ring. So they don't need to do it again. They can just have weapons and beat each other up. And they has fight. That's all they have to do. That's all they have to do. So this is perfect. A perfect 10. They have now found a way to get me to give a shit about a Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton match at No Mercy that I already saw on free TV. So now, now that there's an Extreme Rules match at No Mercy, I am no longer mad at the free TV anymore because they're giving us something better to watch and something that the women can work with. So, this is well done. Very exciting. Cannot wait for No Mercy next week. Obviously, we'll talk more about that on next week's episode of NXT when we do the Go Home show. Because this, ladies and gentlemen, will officially wrap up this episode of NXT. Zach, thank you so much for taking time. Everybody's scheduled to join us, and uh look forward to seeing you on the next one.
2: Absolutely. Like I said, I don't have a choice now, do I? No, you don't.
0: And uh, I might have to do something. Motherfucker, do not. Don't. I already have Gator pussing out on me. Don't you puss out on me, too. No, no, no. Fine. God damn it. All right, make sure you guys follow the Bootscast. We're on Anchor, Anchor, Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio.
2: And iHeartRadio.
0: Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. We'll be a super fan follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Uh, Make sure you got the mail soap opera moment. We put our recap of WWE Payback is up there. And, of course, uh, check out our predictions for WWE Fastlane coming soon in a couple weeks. And, of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our YouTube content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted. We are still working on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. I'm just trying to get um, Gator to get his fucking shit together so we can get fucking organized. and can stop fucking with me and fucking show up and do his fucking job. Damn I he's been pissing me off lately? I'm sure I have. Um, you getting
2: pissed off at of Gator Ricky Ross? Why never, Mr. real Cause You don't get mad at Gator at all now, do you?
0: Of course not. He always shows up to work on time. So anyway, we got that going on. And of course, um, Dark Side of the 2000s, we're starting to work on that. I think we're actually taping the... Uh, Lindsay Lohan episode with Goth Daddy soon um, obviously I'm getting some other episodes ready to go I know uh, Zach and I are going to be shooting the uh, Charlie Sheen and Siegfried and Roy episodes at a later date and of course I'm going to be getting in touch with Derek to get a few other episodes done and of course with season 2 of Dark Side of Comedy coming out October 17th I'm going to be in the process of reaching out to certain comedians to get them on board for Dark Side of Comedy we already got the Roseanne one recorded with Goth Daddy. I got a uh, few other ones coming up one's going to be a surprise so I'm not going to mention it here but just know that we're getting the youtube content ready for you guys so if you haven't already subscribe check out the videos that are already there and be ready for the new content that's coming you're going to love it you're gonna love it and, of course, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do, our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, November 25th for WWE Survivor Series. Uh, the team, of course, will be hopefully putting that together. I'm still trying to get them organized and shit. It's Jesus Christ. And,
2: uh, Benny, can I say something real quick? We don't,
0: Mark? Sure.
2: Uh, during that time, I won't be able to be on Twitches either because, guys, you have to understand that's smack in the middle of the holidays. And many uh, many will know in retail and in restaurant business the holidays. Suck. That's
0: all I have to say. They sucked a gay out a Liberace's anus to a bendy straw. And of course, um, you know, also, I will not be there because I will be at WrestleCade with Buff Bagwell on the 24th and the 25th of November in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So if you're in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area, come on down to WrestleCade. There's a lot of big stars from around the world of wrestling, except for WWE, of course, uh, that will be coming down. They'll be at this event. You can come say hi to me. You can come say hi to Buff. Buy some Buff merch. Get a picture with Buff. Have a great time. It's going to be a great Great, great, great show, and it's one of the biggest wrestling conventions in the world. If you're not in the Wisconsin-North Carolina area and you're going to check out Survivor Series, go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. Go hang out with the team, provided they can make this thing fucking happen and of course we have our live D&D show coming soon our Boochcast booking battle another special project in the works and of course you can support the Boochcast by going to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support become a supporter of the Boochcast support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes we have three levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget we have our first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month we have our second level which is 4.99 five dollars per month the same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10 per month. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since I sold it to Peacock, you're not able to put that $9.99. So $10.99, bring it over here. We got better content than network. And unlike the Elite, we actually care about our fans. We're dedicated to giving the people what they want. You the option to pay the credit card or with GPAY. And the best part is all the money we raise will go back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment. We used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the bootcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and please be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com pod slash show slash the bootcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then, if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the recipe, good old Zachariah Scott, his ramen noodles, from what you saw on Instagram, and try to get him laid. That, of course, was not on Instagram, because it has not happened yet, and God knows if it ever will. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! <laughs>